I won't go longer because I went longer on the offering. As far as you know. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. You know, I was, uh, we're going to talk about encouragement again because we're designed to do it. Um, and actually, if we're not building up people and encouraging them, we're actually not doing what we're designed to do. We're, we're, we're actually not using our gifts and our, and our abilities that God gave us to do what we're called to do. And it starts with one another. But we're supposed to be that everywhere. You ever had one of those people that every time you got around them, you just got encouraged because they were just one of those people, they they were never down. They always had a smile on their face. We had a guy like that in the church we went to years ago. And every time you got around him, you're like, what's he so happy about? Makes me happy just to look at him. He's just happy all the time. And, you know, that's the person you want. Why? Because that's encouraging. Did you know that just being happy is encouraging because there's a lot of people, in fact, is a majority of people who are not, right? Being kind, real kindness, not not the kind that the world talks. They say do random acts of kindness. How about you just be kind? Then then it won't be a random act. It'll just be what you do. If it's a random act, it doesn't happen all the time, right? But if it's just what you do, people just say, man, he's kind. Why? Because I'm like my dad. And my father's kind, and he put his kindness in me. Amen? You know, you know what you find in all of this is you have the opportunity to be upset or be mad because what, we all have the same problem. It's a people problem. We're all people, right? We all have flesh. Uh, but, you know, I was talking to somebody just this week who'd made a bad decision, and, and they were a little person, and I said, you know, I love you. But you don't have to make that decision. I said, what happened to you shouldn't have happened, but what, how you reacted didn't have to happen. And, I, and, and God said, yep, that's right. He was telling me. Why? Because our reactions to things are, are going to encourage or discourage somebody. They're going, they're going to be, the, you know, and that, that's why Jesus said if somebody slaps you on one cheek, turn the other. He's not saying he hopes they slap you. He's saying be available to be slapped. Why? Because you can't do that without love. Right? Because, well, he slapped me. I could hit him back any time I want. He slapped me. That's not what Jesus said. Right? Well, can't you have the right to protect yourself? You have the right to do whatever you want to do unless Jesus is your Lord. And he said love that person. Unless love's going to come out in a slap, that's not going to be love, right? <laughs> you know, the thing is, is if we'll listen for just a minute, God will show us how to answer every situation. It's just taking the time because we're too quick to answer what we, what we feel immediately. And when we do that, you're going to answer wrong. You know, I used to tell uh, Nancy when she was, uh, she'd call me and she'd hit me with something real quick, and I'd say, no, we don't, and I'd, and I'd immediately say, we don't do that, we're not going to do it that way, never have, never will. And then I'd call her back and say, well, let's see, we're going to do it. Why? Because I thought for a minute. And then I said, Nancy, don't ever take what I say first. <laughs> and God said, how about you quit saying what you'd say first and make me first and then we won't have to do this, right? 
And, and we can do that. Look, look at 1 Corinthians 8. That's where we kind of started last week. 1 Corinthians 8, 1. But, you know, people catch you off guard. You know, th- things, things that you didn't think ever could happen, happen all the time. Right? And people think, pe- things that you think only happen to you, happen to all, all, every pe- person all the time. Because the devil's a liar. He wants you to believe one of those two things. This could never happen, or it only happens to me. He wants you to believe one of those because they're both lies. Amen? Because he's an old devil with no new tricks. It says, now as to touching things offered to idols, verse 1, we know that we know that we all have knowledge. What's he saying? He said, you can always answer. Right? You can. We all have knowledge. You can always answer. Now, he's talking about food offered to idols, but it works for anything. You can always answer. You can say something wrong. You can say, I don't know. Or you could give your opinion. Or you could give them everything you know about the subject because you're so smart. Right? You're so smart. There <laughs> the IT people talk IT. Right? People that aren't IT can't understand a word they're saying. But yet they can't figure out why you can't see it. Right? And it's not because you're stupid. You're just not smart where they are. But if sometimes you'll get a hold of one not here in our church, but he thinks you're stupid and he treats you like you're stupid because he knows so much. And that's what he's saying. That kind of knowledge puffs up. When, when you talk from above somebody, you don't talk when you love somebody. Above, don't love. Some more good English for you. Right? To, to love somebody, you got to come down here and get with them. Why? Because it's easy for you to do because you're one of them. Right? You, you've done the same things. You've made the same mistakes. You're one of them. Right? Just because you got to a different place, you were one of them. And that's what he says. He says knowledge puffs up. Knowledge puts you at a place you're not and at a place you can't give to them. But love edifies, right? Love edifieth. Love builds up. Love encourages. Love takes them from the place they're at and helps them to get to the place they're going. Amen? It it never puts somebody down. It never stands over them. It goes with them. Amen? And and if we'll walk in love, if we'll live the life of love, and and that's why he says, if if you look through the whole chapter of, of... 1 Corinthians 13, you get to the end of it, and then you start the next chapter, and it says, follow after love. In other words, make sure in everything you do, you're following love. Love's in front of you, and then look for spiritual gifts. Why? Because spiritual gifts are no good without following love. They won't work. They won't, get, they, they won't do anything for anybody that's meaningful. You, you can you can look and you got people do it all the time. Well, it's just not spiritual enough. You're just there's just not enough spiritual things happening in your church. Really? For who? Right? I, I feel like there's a lot of spiritual things happening in our church. And I'm not saying they're talking about our church. <laughs> What's this? I'm half. 
You know, some people want Jericho March every Sunday, right? <laughs> they want a Jericho March and flag dances. And, and you know what? If God calls for those, those are all good things, right? But it's what God wants in the service that matters. And it's what God wants to, how he wants to use the spiritual gift. And God is love. So if you're following God and following love, then the spiritual gifts you will be in the right place. And you'll use them the right way. Amen? And, and, and what, what you'll find is that spiritual gift encourages somebody. It, it edifies. Remember he said, I want you to prophesy. Why? Because prophecy edifies. You can, you can speak in tongues. It's good for you, but it's good for you. Right? But if you prophesy, it's good for everybody and it encourages and edifies. Amen? Now, I'm sure that people have gotten some prophecies that didn't encourage and edify. That's why all prophecy is to be judged, right? If it's, if it's hateful, probably not from God, right? I've never seen God prophesy hateful, right? Even when he had to be mean in the Old Testament or firm. Let me rephrase that. He's never mean. He's firm and because his, he's forced. Amen? And he was never out of love because he is love. And when people say, I don't see how God could do that, it, love did it, so it must have been the right thing. Something we don't understand. Amen? That's all you got to do. Uh, John, John 13, 34 says, A new commandment I give unto you to love one another. New, new commandment, that you love one another as I've loved you. Well, so what's he saying? If he's telling you to love someone, he's telling you to edify them. He's telling you to encourage. He's telling you to... to, to to be love. You know, we get this crazy idea of love from the world that it's some kind of feeling and, and it's got to be sweet and, and, and sicky sweet and, 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 you know, it's not. Sometimes, you know, I had a coach that loved me in high school and he used to kick, he used to be pretty hard on me. <laughs> you know, the best way he ever encouraged me, he took me out of a game. That encouraged me a whole bunch to play my hardest from then, then on out. People say, well, that doesn't sound encouraging. That's encouragement. It's all in how you take it. You could go to the bench and say, I guess I'm just a bench sitter. I'll never be anything else. Or you can play like you could, like he knew I could, right, and be encouraged. Again, I said this last week, that whole book is a book of encouragement. There's nothing in there. When he warns you, it's an encouragement. Right? When he says, don't forget the Lord your God, it's an encouragement. He's he's exhorting you and, and building you up and saying, you don't have to forget, but you could forget. It's like, it's like you're telling your kids, don't forget your coat when you walk out the door. Why? Because you're going to be cold later if you don't, if you, don't, if you forget it. Love is always thinking of you. It's always trying to get you to a better place and encouraging you to do things that will make you feel better and make you get better and make you do better. Amen? And that's what we're designed to do. We're designed by God to do this for one another. It's it's, It's the new commandment. It is the commandment that He gave. He said, I want you to love one another. In other words, I want you to give yourself 
to one another, for one another. I want you to edify and encourage one another. I want you to be there for each other. Why? It's your signature. It's your signature. It's what sets you apart from the whole world. You may have a lot of people that act kind or do kind things or they're even encouraging, but if they don't love one another, they don't have the signature of God. That's what he's saying. He's saying, by this, all men will know you. So if we do it right, if we do this right, it'll set us apart in such a way, not the wrong way. We won't be called Bible thumpers and we'll be called those weird people that are always happy and encouraging us, right? We won't, we won't be called those mean people that march and tell, tell people God hates them. Doesn't that bother you when you see signs that say God hates this and God hates that? That's not the gospel. Gospel is God loves you. Right? I think God hates those signs. Right? I think next time I see one, I'm going to go make a sign that says God hates hate signs. That probably wouldn't be love. I better not do that. But, but, but he designed us, recreated in Christ Jesus to do this, to be this. Amen? And so it gives us the opportunity to first be that to one another. Amen? And, and what he's saying is every day, we'll just look at another verse here. Um, look at uh, Hebrews 3. Every day all of us have the opportunity to believe lies and, and to be deceived and to go different directions. And every day, somebody should come across that person that encourages them. And exhort. Somebody. There's Christians all over, especially in America. You shouldn't go anywhere. People say, well, where I live, there's no Christians. There's Christians. They may not go to the church that you want them to go to. <laughs> Amen? Guess what? The church you're supposed to go to is the one God says go to. I couldn't find a scripture that says... Go only to the church that believes exactly like you believe because you're right about everything. Right? How'd I get on that? Hebrews 3, verse 12. Take heed, brethren. What's that? Encouragement. That's encouragement right there. Take heed, brethren, lest there be any of you, any of you lest there be in any of you an evil heart of unbelief in departing from the living God. What's he doing? He's warning you against things that have happened in the past and could happen again. And then he says, but exhort one another. What's it? You just got a job. God just gave us all a job. How often are we supposed to exhort one another? Daily. Lord, I don't feel like exhorting people today. <laughs> you need to be exhorted. You know, some people are probably, they're sitting there thinking, yeah, people should exhort me. You're not listening. <laughs> right? It's, it's like people say, well, I like eating meat. If it bothers somebody to eat meat, I should be able to eat meat just because they can't eat meat. You're not listening. That's not what God was trying to put. He was saying, love somebody else enough to not eat meat in front of them. He didn't say don't eat meat. He said don't eat meat in front of them. If it makes them feel bad, that'd be tough because I'd have to go home and eat after all that. (laughs) Right? I mean, 
But, but you could do it. Why? Because you love them more. And you didn't want to tear them down. You wanted to build them up. And it's not about them getting their way. Their faith, the next thing they're going to do is, well, maybe if he can, I should. No, maybe isn't faith. So if you manipulate somebody into doing something that you can do, you're hurting them. And that's what he said. You're a stumbling block to that person. I remember when we were doing Bible studies years ago and we, these people were trying to have a child. And, man, we, we pushed them into faith, if you will. Well, I won't say that. We pushed them the direction of faith. And we didn't even know what we were doing. No one ever else has ever done that, right? Talk without thinking or using your heart. or And, and it actually pulled, it, it got them to a place where they were believing, but then they got hurt. And it pulled them away from God. You know, we were a stumbling block. We didn't know. It was that we were ignorant stumbling blocks. You know, we didn't just write stumbling block on there. We were ignorant of it. And, and I thank God it worked out and some other things happened. But you can't do that. You, you can't manipulate. You, you're not trying. You can't make them or, or get them to want it. You know, you can't, you can't want it for them. They got to want it for themselves. But, but in turn, you don't become a stumbling block to them. You, you find out where people's faith are and you work, you encourage their faith. Because you can encourage their faith, then they'll do what they can do with the faith they have. Amen? And, and when we encourage people's faith, you know, then, then we get them to a place where maybe they can eat a steak someday. Maybe they never want to eat a steak. A little messed up, but it could happen. No, it's not messed up. There's lots of people that have chosen never to eat a steak. And if they have, why would we want to talk them into it? I love my dad, but he hated it when you wouldn't eat his food. Made him so mad when he would cook and somebody didn't like what he cooked. Especially when they didn't like it just because it wasn't healthy enough. And you can imagine in my house it was fried and there was gravy. But if they didn't eat it, he would be mad the rest of the day. He's in heaven now and he's happy. <laughs> but these are just things you didn't do in our house. Right? Don't bring your chicken sandwich in here when I made fried steak and gravy. He did not like it. That's not, that's not our business to decide what somebody else can do is kind of the point I'm making there. And I love my dad. <laughs> in fact is I had to watch being like him because I would cook the same way and people would come over and say, now we can't eat that. And I'm like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> There's nothing wrong with them. This is the way they do things, right? And you, it's, not, it's not for us to say. He said, if you have faith, have it to yourself at home. Don't tell somebody else what faith to have, right? Because it would take faith for me not to eat meat. Right? It would really mess with me if somebody said, no meat for you. Be, oh, come back, Jesus, please. <laughs> right? So, so I got an equal problem to theirs if we're calling it a problem, right? Somebody wants to eat salad, let them eat. Just so you know, and it doesn't cause you to stumble, had a lot of salads lately. 
right? I've been eating them. Liking them sometimes. (laughs) Especially if we know something good's coming right behind them. They're a good precursor. Exhort one another daily while it's called today. So every day that we wake up, we are, we have within us the ability to encourage and exhort and edify one another to a better place than we're at. And people say, well, maybe I don't need edify. You'll get extra. He didn't say exhort one another daily because you're in deceitfulness of sin and being hardened. He said exhort one another daily so you won't be that way. We should be encouragers daily so that, so that these things don't happen. We don't get to the place where we're discouraged and down and we need somebody to prop us up so we can make it another day. We want to encourage people daily. When you see some, and what's he saying? You're going to have to be happy to do this. If you wake up in the morning and say, I'm mad and I'm going to be mad all day and there's nothing you can do about it and I better find somebody to exhort me because it's just not going to happen. You're not going to be happy all day no matter who tries to encourage you. None of you have ever woke up that way, right? Actually, I haven't. I don't, I don't, get, I don't, I don't do mad. Well, I talk, once I get out of the shower, I can talk. <laughs> Till such time, it's not a mad thing. Just can't talk. Brain doesn't work. Just not there yet. Not angry. Just not, can't work yet. Got to give me a minute. While it's called today, lest any of you be hardened. In other words, he doesn't say wait till they get hardened to encourage them. Encourage them now. Exhort them now not to be deceived, to watch out, to, 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 to believe that you can do all things through Christ. That speak a word to him in season in season and have something important to say because you got important stuff in you and it's given to you by love and when you put it out by love it's so receivable you know stuff that's not put out in love it's just not very receivable you know it's like biscuits without gravy it's, you know you get the biscuit and you're like okay where's the gravy why are you talking about food why do you guys got to get me on that <laughs> But, but it's like it, when, 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 when you don't do it with love, it has no power. Love is the power that God operates in. He is love, and so everything that comes through him is love. And, and, and our encouragement always built out of love. We don't just say, oh, they look like they need to be encouraged. I wonder what I could say to them. Everywhere you go, just be an encourager, right? There's so many things that we try to work ourselves up to do that we're actually built to do. It'd be like a hammer saying, I wonder if I can hit that nail in. You're a hammer. Of course you can hit that nail in. That, that's what we do. We don't have to wonder if we can love somebody. We can. You can, you can find somebody that you think is completely unlovable, and if you'll allow yourself, you will love them because God already loves them. So, so it's too late for them. Love's already happening. And then he put you next to him to show that love. Amen? And and as we do that, it edifies them. Love edifies. It builds people up. It encourages. It brings them to a better place. You ever, ever, somebody ever come to you and said, I just need to talk? And you start talking and 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 it's like you don't got anything. But you just keep talking. Why? Because you love them. And all of a sudden, God starts giving you things. Why? Because you would be there. 
you would love them. And, and, and before it's over, you've said things you didn't even know. And they're encouraged. Why? Because you would. If, if, if we'll allow ourselves, the love of God and the encouragement of the, of the Holy Spirit will work through us in such a way that we would bring comfort. The, the word comfort in, in the New Testament mostly means encouragement. We would bring comfort to every person that we come across. And that's why he's saying, he's saying, I exhort, exhort each other daily. Exhorting each other, encouraging each other, edifying each other is not telling us what we did wrong. Right? Right? It, if you just tell people, well, you didn't come to church, I guess. Maybe that's your problem. Little church, huh? No. That's not going to be encouraging. Right? The, the things that are encouraging are the things that God gives you, the things that God says He knows the person you're talking to. So, so if you'll let Him lead you'll say things that the person you're talking to can receive. Right? He knows them. Glory to God. One more verse. Maybe. Maybe. If I can find it. Hebrews 10. Start in verse 24. says and let us consider one another what's he what's he saying right there he's saying always be thinking of somebody else consider one another if i'm thinking about me and my problems why do you think that god wants you to think or others because it keeps you from thinking about yourself the devil wants you to think about yourself because he doesn't want you thinking about others the way out is always thinking about others i mean if you got if you got a problem the best thing you can do is minister to somebody else. Best thing you can do. Because if, if you can do it in love, if you're doing it just to get out of your problem, it won't help and it ain't going to help them. Right? Love doesn't do things backwards. Right? If you ever find yourself saying, well, if they loved me, you're already out of love. Love would never say that sentence. Love would never say that. If they loved me, They'd do this. If they loved me, they wouldn't make me do that. If they loved me, it's, a, it's, it's like what Brother Moore talks about with a, with a husband and wife in the Bible. It says, wives, submit to your husbands. That's not a husband verse. Anytime the husband says you're supposed to submit to me, he's out of line because why? He's talking about the wife verse, right? And, and it says, husbands, love your wives. And if your wife says, well, you're not loving me, well, you're not doing your part. You're, you're busy telling me that I'm not loving you and not submitting. I'm busy telling you you're not submitting. And I love neither one of us are in love. We're both following after ourselves, trying to get what we both want. Right? And, and, and if, if you do this with everything you hear, if you're in church and every time you hear somebody say something like, you know, give unto others and you say, yeah, people should give to me, you're not in love. You're thinking selfish. You can't think selfishly and walk in love. And that's why he says, follow after love. It will keep you from thinking selfish thoughts because your flesh, the first thing, well, if they do this, I'd do that. That's not love. Love just does it, even if they never do it. 
if they never repay you for anything, which we could never do, we could never repay God for anything He's done, yet He loves us anyway. Why? Because He is love. He, it's not something He can... He's not trying to control it. It's who He is. And we're, we're using it like a, like a chip. And we can we'll put it here. No, we'll put it here. We're, we're, we're trying to find a, a place where it works. And then when we don't want to use it, we just turn it off. Well, they didn't love me. Well, I had to go through it. They should too. I don't want them to go through something bad just because I did. That's like saying, well, I was stupid. Why can't they be? Those are, those are not love thoughts. Love thoughts are God told me to love. It doesn't matter what you do. I'm doing my part. And my, my part is to love and edify and encourage and build up. My part will continue on whether you ever do your part or not. It won't be as good for you if you don't because it'll be hard for you to receive my love if you're not giving love out. Amen? But what if we did what God said? He said, love one another. In other words, you love me and I love you and the end. Not if, not, not no, no and, buts, or ors. Conjunction, junction, what's your function? He ain't coming in. Right? It's, it's I'm going to love you, you're going to love me. There's no question on what's going to happen here. That's what we're going to do. That's all he said to do. That's why we'll be known as, that's why we'll be seen because there's never a tit for tat. There's, I'm loving you, you're loving me, we're loving them, they're loving those. All we're doing is loving. It, it didn't require anything for it to happen. That's what makes us different. Everybody else in the world requires something. God doesn't. He says, I want you to love one another. The same way I loved you, without a condition, without a reason, because I do. And when he does, when we do, we'll encourage one another. No, no one will have a day where they're, they're down all day long. Why? Because they got encouraged so much yesterday, it carried over to the next day, and they were too busy encouraging somebody else that was already encouraged, and we'll be so encouraged, we'll be like one of those people that just smile all the time. People say, I can't be happy all the time. Why not? Every day your name's written in the Lamb's Book of Life. You're going to heaven. Right? Your sins are forgiven. You're healed. Well, I don't feel healed. You don't have to feel healed to be healed. The Bible said you're healed. You don't have to feel love to love. Why? Because we are love. We're children of love. Therefore, we are begotten by love We are love. Every ability that God has, he's put in us. And if we choose to use it, we will take, we will always take a situation and move it to a higher level. We'll always be known in the world for who we are because that's how he'll know us. That's how they will know us. They'll know us by our love one for another. Not just your love, you know, because, and again, that's a silly idea. That it's how you walk that shows how much you love. It's who you are that shows how much you love. It's what you do with that love. Not, not the action. It's not an act. It's who you are. Right? You woke up and guess what? You decided, 
I'm going to love. Nothing else is happening today. No matter what comes my way, I'm going to love. That's the only way you could exhort one another daily because you can't do it outside of love. Because outside of love, you don't care. (laughs) Outside of love, you don't care. Love is what makes us care about people. Amen. Amen? Truly care. Genuinely see something going on and saying, Lord, help me to do something about this. What can I say? What can I be? What can I give? What can, where can I go? What can I actually do in this situation? Show me, Lord. Use me, Lord. Why? Because you care about him. Because it's his love. And, and you want to encourage and edify and, and, and change the situation. And when we do that, we'll find ourselves in situations that we thought we could never help in and we'll be the exact thing that that situation needed. Amen? And, and that, that's what we got to do. Because we are an encouragement. We are, you are an encouragement waiting to happen, not a person looking for a place to encourage Right? You're an encouragement waiting to happen. You're going to go everywhere you go. You're going to edify. You're going to encourage. You're going to build up. You're going to make it better. You're going to exhort. You're going to get people to to be able to do things they didn't think they could do before you walked in. Amen? It's like I was talking about earlier. You're talking to that person and it starts off and you really don't know what you have that much to say. And you keep talking and you love them. You're not going to quit. You love them, and all of a sudden, the Lord starts giving you answers, starts giving you things to say. And you know it's an anointed word now. It's, it's a word in season to him who's weary. And you know it's an anointed word because you can see them being built up, being brought back. Amen? We all, we all got flesh. We could have a day where we need to be encouraged. But don't plan on that. If you've always planned to be an encourager, you'll never have to plan to be encouraged. Amen? Amen. Glory to God. Stand to your feet. I got lots more notes if you guys want to know. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. Uh, he, he wants us to stand out and to shine in, in, a, in a greater way. And the way we do that is by loving one another first. You know, people say, well, that seems so selfish. You just love each other. You can't be selfish and love another person. That's where it starts, because if you can love in here, you can love out there. Amen? It's the same ability. He loved us before we were saved. Therefore, we can love others while they're yet our enemies. Glory to God. We serve a good God. He's taken us to places with these these things he's showing us, you know, uh, through Brother Moore on Sundays with the uh, uh, fighting the good fight and and all the good things that he's showing us. And, and he's taken us places that to where we can be something that the world sees and says, that has to be God. I've never seen God before, but today I've seen him. I saw him in that action. I saw him in that word. I heard him. I, I know that's God because there's nothing else ever I've, that I've seen like that. And, and then he'll use you. He'll use you over and over again. And man, will it be fun for us, right? You got a song? Beloved, let us love one another. Love is of God, and everyone that loves is born of God. And know it's God, even love.
God. He's a good God. How many feel like they can be an encourager this week? How many feel discouraged after this message? It's good. I was going to be really discouraged if you not. Not at all. Altar care workers come forward. Everybody remember Vision Sunday. Be praying about it. Be, be praying for people who maybe hadn't been to one. Uh, praying for Brother Moore that he knows just right what to do and, and it works good. Amen. It all comes off just the way. God, God had, has a plan for Vision Sunday to help people. Everything that God does, he does to help people. Amen. Glory to God. Well, if you're in here today, you don't know Jesus or you got something that made you so happy you need to shout. These people shout, pray, they'll love on you. Maybe you say, well, I need to, need you to pray for that pastor because I don't know if he's I don't know if he's all right. Go ahead, I'll take the prayer. But if you don't know Christ, come up here. You want to be filled with the Holy Spirit? They can lead you into prayer. Be filled with the Holy Spirit, speaking in tongues. Just like all the rest of us. Amen. Glory to God. Just looking at you. Oh, are kind of pretty. It's, you know, we should be thankful. I've been in Sarasota for, what, uh, four weeks now? And uh, we got two great families. If you haven't gotten a chance to go there and meet your meet your family, or if you were up there and you haven't got a chance to come here and meet your family, you should do it. we got a really cool family. Not a stupid cool family. They're cool. Really great. Yeah, they're, they're not going to buy the car they don't need. or no. really good. How about a really great family? There you go. Glory to God. Well, Sunday morning, 9 o'clock here, 10 o'clock Sarasota. Brother Moore's here, so it'll be good. It's been good every year. It's going to get gooder, right? And God is good. They're going to sing. We'll be dismissed as they do. We love you all.